Hello and welcome back to a Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. I'm your host, a Big Les. Let's talk about the Monday game, the Bulldogs v the Parramatta Reels. Guess who's back? Back again. Les is back. Tell a friend. Uh, back to do the Monday preview. Sorry, I was gone for Saturday and Sunday. I uh, had the, a really bad cough and, uh, you know, I could barely speak. So, you know, when you can barely speak... It's pretty hard to do podcasts and thus I had to, you know, take a step back. Tried to do the previews with AI. Didn't work. Didn't work too well. Uh, it was butchering more names than I've ever butchered ever on the podcast, which is very, very hard to do. Breaking records seamlessly. So I just decided that, you know, I think it's better off for me to take a few days rest than to let AI really butcher some names. Uh, but we're back, though. We're back for the Monday preview. We're going to be back for the reviews as well. We're also going to be back again on BTFU on Wednesday night. Uh, that's going to come out on Thursday, as it always does. Uh, and that is going to be an absolute cracker of a podcast yet again. Um, and, you know, there's going to be some exciting announcements with with BTFU, you know, over the next few weeks. And, you know, as we grow that brand together, you know, it's going to be a really exciting next few weeks, the next few months, and maybe, you know, for the rest of this year, it's going to be very exciting times for BTFU, very exciting times for myself as a brand as well, and how we can merge these two brands together is going to be very interesting. But, you know, enough about me, more about this Monday game, the Bulldogs v the Parramatta Reels. I think it's going to be much closer than people do think. I think that the Bulldogs are really going to put up a fight here up against the Eels. Um, but I still like this Eels side. I know that Dylan Brown's out, and obviously he's going to be out for the next few weeks due to a mandatory stand-down, um, obviously due to issues we won't discuss on the podcast. And when players you know, get into these situations, we never discuss them on the podcast. The most we discuss about these things is, you know, what's the next step for the club if this player is going to be out? And I think the next step is Dejan Arce. Now, he comes in in the 18 jersey. He'll be playing 5-8 today in this game. I really do think he's going to be the player to watch because, you know, he you know, has got little tiny stints in first grade. Obviously played six for a little bit for the Warriors. Obviously, when they were sort of sussing out who their halves were going to be last year with Ronald Volkman. Uh, Luke Metcalf wasn't there yet, so they were sort of deciding who the half was going to be. He also had a little stint with the Cowboys, Dejan Arcee, and did quite well for them as well. He was uh, quite good, played a bit of center, played a bit of 5'8", played a bit of halfback. You know, he played pretty much everywhere for the Cowboys as well and for the Warriors in stages as well. Uh, But he's a really talented player. He usually um, plays fullback. Uh, but he plays 5'8", halfback. He can play in the centers on the wing. He can play pretty much anywhere on the park, to be honest. He's a really talented footballer. The fans love to hype him up. I think that the hype is due. I think that he's very, very good. And I think that depending on how long Dylan Brown's obviously out with this court case, I really do think that he is going to staple a spot in this team. It could even come in the form of a 14 jersey, depending on if Brendan Hands is the plan going into the 9 jersey for Josh Hodson or if Josh Hodson's going to play 80 minutes at hooker. But I really do think that Dejan Arcee 
Even at centre, could work his way into this team, whether Bally Simonson maybe drops to the wing or drops out completely. I think the Dejan Arce really is going to work himself into this side. He's going to be one of those guys that's too good to leave out. And, you know, people have been saying that about him and he hasn't even made his uh, debut for Parramatta yet. So they've already been saying that he should be in this side. Uh, and he comes in at 5'8 today. So I'm really excited about that. I really do think he's going to be one to watch, guys. Number six, well, number 18 in this game, Dejan Arce. But let's go through the lineups in their entirety before we make any rash decisions, as always. Uh, for the Bulldogs, we have Hayes Perham at fullback. Jacob Carraz and Joshua Carr are on the wings. Jake Avarillo and Paul Alamotti are in the centers. Uh, Carl Oluwapu and Matt Burton are in the halves. Max King and Tavita Pangai Jr. in the front row. Reid Marnie at nine. Jaden Ockenborg, Jacob Preston in the back row. Harrison Edwards at lock. Khaled Rajab, Curtis Moran, Chris Patolo, and Corey Waddell. Now, keep in mind that Kyle Flanagan is in the 18th man role, wearing the 19th man jersey. He could come into this game. He could come into this game in the number nine jersey. There's still a little bit of lingering doubt about Reid Marnie. He looks okay to go since he's here on the day. Uh, but, you know, between now and then, there could be that change where Reid Marnie does drop out of this team due to concussion, uh, but he looks okay to me. So I think that that might not happen, but he could come into this game. Kyle Flanagan, he's been been playing hooker in reserve grade, which has surprised me. You know, they obviously don't want him as a half anymore. So he has been playing uh, consistently over the past few weeks at nine in New South Wales Cup. He's actually been playing good football at nine as well, uh, which was quite unexpected for me. I saw they put him at nine and I thought, fuck, they're just going to try and get rid of him now. Uh, they're literally playing him out of a half spot. So obviously they don't really need him at the Bulldogs. Uh, but he's actually been playing well at nine and to be even in discussions to come in and play hooker um, for this team, I think that's pretty big news there for the Bulldogs. Uh, having another nine now, you know, as depth, when they don't usually have many nines uh, as depth for this Bulldogs team, to have Kyle Flanagan, you know, blooding into that role, I think is great for the Bulldogs. Um, as for the Parramatta Reels, we have Gutho at fullback. Gutho at fullback, the king, king's birthday. You know, take from that what you will. I think that's a little bit of an omen there. Uh, Mike Sevo, Sean Russell on the wings. Will Penasini, uh, Bailey Simonson in the centers. Dejan Arcee, Mitch Moses in the halves. Regan Campbell-Gillard and Junior Polo in the front row. Josh Hodson at nine. Bryce Cartwright, Andrew Davey in the back row. Jermaine Hopgood is at 13. Ophahiki Ogden, Brendan Hands, Matt Dory, Makahisi, Makatoa on the bench there for the Parramatta Reels. Now, obviously, there's been a little bit of discussion around Moses uh, potentially being the halfback for the New South Wales Blues going into this Origin Series. For me personally, and you would have seen it being posted today, I probably would have um, you know, Adam Reynolds in that halfback jersey. Older, more experienced, playing at Suncorp Stadium. That's his stomping ground at the moment for the Broncos, and he's been playing great footy uh, at Suncorp. I think they've only lost one game, if any, at Suncorp as well. So a really good sign to pick, uh, you know, Adam Reynolds in this Blues outfit at seven. Uh, and, you know, I think they need that experience as well. And his kicking game is phenomenal. Uh, Moses has a great kicking game as well. Uh, and obviously people gave him a lot of criticism coming in for the Blues last time. Totally unwarranted as well. He was playing with a really severe injury in his back. He actually, 
I think, broke a tiny bit of the vertebrae in the lower back area. He did something to his back that was really bad. Um, and he played the whole game with that injury as well. It was pretty much sustained in the few, first few minutes. And he played the full game with that injury. So, you know, a lot of people do criticize Moses. Um, but I think that he had a good game considering his back injury. And I actually think he went all right regardless anyway. So I don't know why people want to hate on Mitch Moses. You know, I think that he'd be a great choice if selected. I'm not complaining whatsoever. I just think me being coach, if I was in that situation, I'd probably go for Renault. I actually think in terms of form this season, I think Renault's been slightly better as well. So... I'd probably go for Renault. I also think that Renault suits Jerome Luai more in terms of that halves pairing. I think I'd keep Jerome Luai now that obviously Cody Walker could be missing out with a calf injury. I wouldn't be picking, um, you know, Cody Walker just coming off an injury anyway. So I probably will go with Jerome Luai. I also don't, I don't, don't really think that Jerome Luai deserves to be dropped in the first place. So I probably would go for Jerome Luai. Uh, probably not for Mitchie Moses, though, unfortunately. Uh, I'd probably have him in the squad as backup, but I probably wouldn't have him, you know, playing in this game at seven. Um, anyway, we'll talk about this game, though. He's definitely going to be playing a really, really good brand of football. I think him and Dejan Arce will be very similar to him and Dylan Brown. I think that Dejan Arce is great in defense, and he's a really solid attacker as well. And I think he'll actually be running the ball a lot more than what Dylan Brown does. I think that he adds a little bit of familiarity, um, you know, with this halves pairing as well. As I said, playing a very similar game to Dylan Brown. But I think he's going to take it to that next level, Dejan Arce. I think this is going to be a really good halves pairing. It might even make uh, Mitch Moses look a lot better as well uh, when they do combine Dejan Arce and Mitch Moses. Definitely one to watch out for. But I think that Moses, as I said, is going to take it to that next level and really show it to the Bulldogs. Uh, let's have a look at some of the stats for both of these teams. In the 50 games they've played against each other, 23 of those have been won by the Bulldogs, 26 by the Eels, one drawn. In the past two games, the Eels have absolutely smashed uh, the Bulldogs, 30-4 to four, and then 42-6 to six in the most recent one in August of 2022. Uh, the Bulldogs have won two of their past five games. The Eels have won three of their past five games, winning the, more, the two most recent ones, obviously, being the Rabbitohs and the Cowboys. So I do like the Eels in this one. I really do. I think they're going to really take it to this Bulldogs team. In saying that, Matt Burton's also going to be playing um, for a jersey in this blue side. And I think that jersey comes in the name of 14. I think that if Hines wants that seven jersey, or if Hines gets that seven jersey, I should say, I think that Burton's really going to be playing for that 14. Um, you know, I think it's going to be very hard for him to make this team. I also think there's a chance of him making the center role, uh, depending on how Latrell Mitchell goes with this injury. You know, there is a chance that he could miss Origin game two, just because it's lingering on a little bit, and he hasn't really had much game play over the past few weeks. Freddie could pick him out of pure necessity to have a guy like Latrell Mitchell who can break the game open in, but he just hasn't had much game time. I think that could be the deciding factor. We could see Matt Burton playing center in this team uh, for the Blues uh, if Latrell isn't fit. Also, I think that both center roles are pretty much up for grabs here for this Blues outfit. Uh, we could see Stephen Crichton keep a spot at right center if Tom Trevojevic, you know, isn't fit 
I don't think he is fit. I don't think he was fit in game one either. And he had to sort of go to the other side of the field to get the ball in his hands. They were very, um, you know, consistent down that Penrith edge rather than, you know, going down the side of Tom Trevojevic and Josh Carr. And Josh Carr's in this game as well, and he's going to be playing for that blue spot as well. At the moment, I'd probably have Campbell Graham in there. I think that he is sensational. I think yesterday he played himself uh, into a blues jersey. Now it's Josh Adokar's turn to sort of take that jersey back. I think he needs to have a big game in this one for the Bulldogs. Yes, he deserves to be there, Josh Adokar, but Campbell Graham's a freak. Defensively solid, runs a great line. If Latrell Mitchell's picked, you're going to have that combination there uh, for South Sydney. I think that Campbell Graham could get the spot. He's very likely to get the spot for me. Um, yeah, so Josh Adokar's going to be playing for a spot here. Matt Burton's going to be playing for a jersey. Mitch Moses potentially playing for a jersey as well. There's a few guys in this team that want origin jersey. I think Regan Campbell-Gillard, to be honest, is one of those guys as well. Junior Polo already has one. It's just about man- maintaining it, and I think he does that in this game. Jermaine Hopgood, a bit of a smoky for Queensland. You know, they're looking for some forwards to chuck on the bench at the moment due to injuries. I think that Jermaine Hopgood could come in here, uh, but I don't have him in my side currently. I think they're going to be looking for a guy like Corey Horsburgh, but, you know, a big game could get Billy Slater thinking. There's a few guys in this team that are looking for origin jersey. Tita Pengai Jr. as well, trying to maintain that jersey uh, for game two. But there's a few guys, you know, trying to get origin jerseys in this team. Uh, So they're all going to be playing out of their skin to get those jerseys as well. Uh, So for me... In terms of how this game goes, I think the Eels do win. I think Gutho has a blind. I think Dejan Arce has a blind. Mitch Moses. I think it's going to be an Eels win here. I think it's going to be close. I think it is going to be 1-12 to at a core stadium. Keep in mind as well for this game, the Bulldogs have a 54% chance at winning at this venue compared to the Eels 47. So I think this game's close. I think that the Eels do win though. I'm taking them 1-12. to It's the first game I'm picking a margin for this week and it's the last game of the round. Uh, so 1-12 to 12 for the Eels here. Uh, I'm taking Dejan Arce as an anytime try scorer. I think that, as I said, he's going to play out of his skin here. And he's going to really try and earn a spot in this team, whether it's at 6, center, off the bench. He's going to earn a spot in this 17. As for the Bulldogs... I, you know, looking at this team, there's one guy that really stands out to me as a try scorer, and uh, particularly against the Eels, and I think that's Jake Avarillo. I think Jake Avarillo scores. Um, yeah, I think I just love the stats behind him. He does love to score tries against the Eels. So Jake Avarillo, Dejan Arcee, uh, and I'm taking the Eels 1-12 to in this one. One. Wow.